0: Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Daniel. My wife, Megan, and I are the location pastors here at Destiny Church, Nuremberg Region. We know that today's message will bless and encourage you because the Bible tells us that the Word of God is alive and active. If you want to connect in with us, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, or visit our website at destinychurch.de. Let's get into the Word. Well, hey, I'm so grateful to be with you today, and uh, really quickly, I'm going to dive into, and we're starting a new series today called Deeper. Everybody in the room, well, why don't you participate online as well, and say say it with me, say Deeper. I don't know about you, but... um. I remember the moment when I was learning how to swim I didn't love the deep end <laughs> I didn't love the I, I I was scared of the deep end and then all of a sudden I I, I learned to I learned to float and then I learned to To doggy paddle. Anybody know the doggy paddle? You know, you're like this. And you know, anybody not like the ocean because it's deep, but you're like, I just don't know what's underneath, you know. You just I I just don't know what's there. Um, and you've seen jaws one too many times. And I remember, I remember then I graduated to the diving board and I would do cannonballs off the diving board. Then I graduated to doing dives off the diving board, then I graduated doing backflips off the diving board, and now I'm a professional. Amen. Not really, I just thought. I would tell you that, but uh, we're going deeper this year. And what what I would love the church, whether you're watching online, whether you're in the room today, I would love for all of you to participate. I would encourage you all to participate in some way um, in this season of going deeper. So we're going to be doing this series called Deeper. But also, we're going to be doing a corporate time of prayer and fasting, starting. Today, for those of you who are maybe this is a shock and awe for you, you can start tomorrow um, engaging with this fast. Um, and what, if you've never fasted before, essentially what a fast is in, in a biblical sense, let me just explain this, is in the, in the Bible, we would see people, the church, we'd see the disciples, we would see people like Daniel, Jesus himself, for 40 days in the wilderness, they would fast food. And I'm not talking about fast food, I'm talking about they would fast food. I'm not talking about McDonald's, okay? They would they would fast food. And when you fast, um, that is at least the, what we see in the Bible, the biblical way of fasting, is fasting food. Maybe you give up one meal a day, or um, maybe maybe you do like what Megan and I are doing. We're going to do what's called a Daniel fast. It's called a Daniel fast because we see that example in the book of Daniel. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they fasted and they ate fruits and vegetables. So we're going to give up things like meat and carbs and those types of things and, and, and sweets. And I really love my sour gummy bears and sour gummy worms maybe giving those up you know and those types of things um, in, in order to say you know what we're going to sacrifice this we're going to shut out that desire in our own life um, what we're doing is we're dying to self so that we can hear God afresh and he can speak to us afresh whenever you need a breakthrough whenever you need a clarity on something you ought to you ought to go into a fast and that's what we're going to do at the beginning of the year is, as we go deeper, we're going to fast and we're going to pray. Um, so maybe, maybe you're like, I, I can't, maybe for health reasons, you can't fast food. You can also fast things like social media. You can fast things like um, uh, watching TV or those sorts of things. And let me tell you, 21 days, if you're uh, the type of person who loves Netflix or is always on social media, it is tough. To fast those things as well. And what you're doing again is you're dying to yourself. And I would take maybe that time that you would normally watch TV or watch or engage with social media, or if you're fasting a meal or something like that, take that time that you would normally sit down to eat and pray and get into His Word. And what we're also going to do is. Three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Zoom. We're gonna call it noonday prayer at noon, 12 o'clock Central European time. For those of you watching online, we're going to on Zoom have a 30 minutes of prayer and fasting. So for those of you um, who are maybe engaging after work or something like that, it's we did it around lunch. If it's possible for you to log into a Zoom call then. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then you can log in for 30 minutes and engage with that time. We're going to spend time praying together, and then on Wednesday nights, we've been doing this, but I encourage you to get involved with this 7.30 on Wednesday nights. We have a, a, an hour of prayer where we spend some time worshiping, we spend some time even sharing maybe a quick devotion in God's Word, and then praying together. Um, and you can totally log in, turn your camera off, and just listen the whole time and engage privately. You can also turn your camera on and turn your microphone on and, and, and engage with the time of prayer as well on that Zoom call. Um, so that's going to be our time of prayer during this season. As well as, um, I have. Uh, we're working on, it's going to be a collaborative effort. I'm working on a devotion as well for you to engage with. 21 days worth of a devotion. Um, I actually couldn't, I tried to use the Bible app and find a 21 day devotion that would actually go along with this theme of deeper Um, And I relented because I couldn't find anything and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write something so it's not going to be as good Um, I'm just saying but it's going to be I believe um, it's going to be for our season Um, Because it's going to be more this is what we're doing and this is what we're engaging with at this moment so all you can find information zoom links all this stuff on the loop. You're gonna scan the QR code when that comes on the screen. Um, you can download the Church Center app in our um, in the app store. It's called Church Center. You can download that. Select Destiny Nuremberg region, um, and then even it will be on there as well. Um, and if you download the app, you can get notifications. You can see all the calendar of events on the loop and everything that's coming up. But the devotionals there, the Zoom links are there, and we're going to engage and go deeper this year. Um, and we're going to start off the year right in this fast as we begin to pray fast for God to do something uh, miraculous. I believe, I believe all of us in this room and watching online, we could all probably personally say we need God to do something afresh this year. There's, so, there's, there's people representing this room, you need, you need a miracle this year. You need to see God do a miracle in your life. You need to receive a miracle from God in your life. You need to see him bring you through something this year and, but i also believe as a church we need to see god bring breakthrough and as we go deeper this year and that's what god spoke to me at the before christmas he said daniel we have to go deeper if you want to see growth if you want to see multiplication we have to go deeper and i'm going to explain that in a minute and we're going to dive in um pun intended into this series called deeper as we as we really seek god on this so can I just say this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna pray, and then we're gonna dive into the word today. My challenge for all of us in this series is that you don't hold back, that you don't that don't don't wait around, engage with this, be open to what God wants to do in and through you. Because you can you can hold on to the to to the to the shore, you can hold on to the ropes if you will. You can say I. I'm not going, God, if you're taking me anywhere, you got to pull me off. But what if we just as a church surrender and say, God, if it's you, I'm going. I don't have to know what it looks like, but God, if it's you, I'm going. And we're not questioning him every turn. What, well, God, are you sure you have my best interest in my, no, we're going deeper this year. And I believe as we do that, we're going to see God do amazing things. Luke chapter 5, let's pray and then let's engage with God's word. This is the, this is the verse that God spoke to me um, out of when he was speaking to me about this word deeper book. Father, we thank you that as we read your word today that it uh, does not return to you void it accomplishes everything that you sent it to do this word is not a book of magic spells it is not a book of advice but it is living and active and god speak to us afresh from your word today god that we could engage with your word afresh and father i pray today that as i i I speak just use me as a vessel i don't want it to be my words but your words today this whole series that i would just be removed and you would speak holy spirit have your way we want to go deeper this year in jesus name amen luke chapter 5 verse 1 let me read this to you and then um I'm going to reveal the title of the message today. Verse 1 says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, who would also later be called Peter, And asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Let me just pause there. I think some more of us just need to have this posture and this attitude. But if you say so. But if you say so. But if you say, I, I don't understand, but if you say so. I, I, I don't get it, God. I don't know why. I don't know why they lift their hands during worship. I don't know why they spend that time in prayer. I don't know why. This whole thing about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the praying in tongues thing and the prophesying and the, and the people being healed. And I don't understand all that. But God, if you say so, I'm going to step out. If you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. I want to talk to you out of the subject today, put into the deep. Put into the deep. This was Jesus' instruction to Simon Peter. He said, put out into deep water. Put into the deep water. And can I tell you that the outcome of Simon's obedience to Jesus saying put into the deep water was a multiplication of fish that they could have never imagined, that they could have never have thought of. The nets were full. Not only that, they had to call their partners. They had to use two boats. And both boats were so full that they began to sink. And I believe, this is what God was saying to me this year, as we go deeper, we're going to see a multiplication. We're going to see an, an, an increase like we've never seen before. That might be an increase in miracles. That might be an increase in attendance. That might be an increase in locations. That's going to be an increase as we go deeper. Naturally, I would want to go, let's go out. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. But no, no, no. God is saying, go deeper this year. And as you go deeper, there'll be multiplication. I feel it so strongly. Listen, we're going to be in the deep truths of God's word. This is what deep water looks like. The deep truths of God's word. Not what culture's saying. Not even cultural Christianity, but we're going to live in the deep truths of God's Word. We're going to use the Word as a filter for how we think, our worldview, what we believe. We're going to live a deep life empowered by the Spirit of God. Not our energy, not our coffee in the morning, not not our own willpower. Your willpower isn't good enough. You need the Spirit's power. And you can find that in the deep waters. We're going to do the deep work of prayer and obedience and and be obedient to the voice of God like Peter was. If you say so, God, if you say so, the deep work of prayer, of intercessory prayer to say, I'm going to go beyond my My token prayers that I learned when I was a kid, not that that's bad, but I'm just going to talk to Jesus like he's my friend. I'm going to intercede and I'm going to touch the throne room of heaven because God has given me authority because I'm a king, I'm a priest, I I live in the authority, I'm a son, I'm a daughter of the living God and I'm going to intercede and whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. We're going to do the deep work of prayer. Listen, when we go to the, in the deep waters, there's mysteries that God wants to reveal to us. There's things that we don't hear about today in our culture, like covenant relationship. This is why so many marriages are having struggle, because as soon as there's a struggle in the marriage, then there's a, there, 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 there's a, you know, we're just going to part ways. When there's, or, or just a relationship or friendships. As soon as you offend me, then we're done. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to not talk to you anymore. Because I don't want to be offended. But that's not what covenant relationship says. Covenant relationship says I'm in this thing through thick and thin. I'm in this thing no matter what. We're going to live in covenant relationships. Things like the word honor. You don't hear honor much today. We're going to live in honor. Honor is found in that servant leadership. Servant leadership. Jesus came to to serve, not to be served. We're going to be servant leaders. Not trying to make it to the top, but trying to wash the feet of everybody along the way. Listen, we're going to be committed to our word. Let your yes be yes. These are things you don't hear about today. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. We're going to be committed to our word. When we say we're going to be there, we're going to be there. We're going to live in purity. You don't hear that word much anymore. Purity. Humility. Humility. You got some, maybe we need to go back and watch the series online called Purging Pride. We need to live in the humility, the deep waters of humility. Obedience to what God says even when we don't understand. Miracles are in the deep. God's peace and supernatural joy are found in the deep. But we have to go to the the deep waters. Can I tell you, this is where it starts. If we're going to be people who go into the deep waters, who live in this place of God's peace, supernatural joy, humility, covenant relationship, the truths of God's word empowered by the Spirit. If we're going to live in this place In the deep waters, we have to first let Jesus onto the boat. The the, the very first thing that happens is Jesus gets on Peter's boat. Peter's life was never the same as soon as Jesus stepped into the boat. If Peter, Simon Peter, was never willing to let Jesus onto his boat, Jesus, you're a rabbi. What you're not a fisherman. What do you need to, what do you need on the boat for? What what are you doing? If if he was never led on to the boat, Peter would still be fishing. He would have still been fishing. But that was the moment that Jesus called Peter to become one of his disciples. And it would later be the one that Jesus says, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Your name's going to be Peter. And he would be the one that would preach in the book of Acts. And 3,000 people were added to the church that day. This was that Peter. But what if he didn't let Jesus into his boat? The boat for, for you and me, it represents your life. It represents your life. Do you see that... The boat for Peter, for Simon, was his livelihood. It's how he made his money. It's how he spent his time. He knew every ounce, he knew every, every crevice of the boat. He knew how the boat operated. He, he knew every flaw of the boat. He knew every little tiny crack where water would leak in that he had to fix. He knew everything about fishing. It's what he grew up doing. It's how he made his living. It's what he spent his time doing. This was his life, and he just let Jesus step into it that's why when you let jesus into your life it's not just saying hey i'm gonna start going to church now no jesus is in your workplace jesus is in your family he's at the center of it he's at the center of everything that you do of your daily routine now if we are going to go into the deep waters jesus has to enter our life we have to be willing to give him access to our life We have to be willing to give him access to our daily schedule. We have to be willing to give him access to listen to his voice. We are going to be people who let Jesus onto the boat of our life. We got to give him access. This is where it begins. Some here today are watching online. Maybe you've never made that commitment. Maybe you've never made that decision to say, Jesus, I'm letting you onto my boat. Maybe maybe you were people like the crowd and you've been watching from a distance. But you've never said, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Come into my boat. Today is the day of salvation where you say, Jesus, I'm letting you into my life. And like Peter's life, your life will never be the same. It all starts with letting Jesus on the boat. If we're going to go into the deep. But I want to give you today three things. That hold you back from the deep three things that hold us back from going to the deep number one the crowd the crowd i want you to see and picture the story here peter is peter just had a long night of fishing He's cleaning his nets. He's ready to go home. He's worked the night shift. He's tired. Uh, They didn't have Starbucks, so he didn't have any caffeine at the moment. He's like, I'm just ready to go home and lay in bed and and sleep. And now Jesus wants to use his boat that he's already cleaned and he's already anchored up on the shore. And Jesus wanted to use his boat so that he could teach the crowd that was standing on the shore. And Jesus doesn't get in the crowd's boat. He gets in Peter's boat. But in order for Peter and Jesus to push into the deep waters, they had to push away from the crowd. If if there is one thing that is hindering us from moving into the deep waters, living in the deep intimacy with God, it's the crowd. Because going to the deep waters isn't always the popular way to go living in the word humility covenant relationship honor honor when i'm offended honor my i'm going to honor my boss even when they cuss me out i'm going to honor authority even when they when i know that they're wrong i'm going to honor i'm going to choose the way of the i'm going to choose deep waters instead of living in shallow waters Ah. I'm not going to go the way that culture is going. It is the less popular way. But what happens is, is when you go into the deep waters, the crowd's voice becomes quieter and quieter. And this is what I saw. It's a bit like when I went to Lake Garda in, in Italy, and we were on one side of the lake, and on the other side of the lake, you, at night, you could see all the lights, and you could see the nightlife of the, of the city or the town across the waters. And we were in a quiet part, and uh, w- what we could hear is we could hear all the noise, we could hear the music, we could hear the voices, we could hear the, the yelling and the partying happening, but we couldn't make out what they were saying. And what happens is, is when you put out into the deep waters, you begin to move away from the crowd, and you don't hear the crowds. You can still hear them, but you can't make out what they're saying. Let me, let me, let me break it down this way, because the crowd for us represents the voices in our life that are constantly saying do this fear that live this way live that way make this decision for your life and gosh i don't know about you but the past two years i've felt like which way do i go what am I supposed to do? What's the right way? But listen, when you live in the deep waters, you begin to shut out the voice of the crowd. And the only voice you now hear is the one who is in your boat. His name is Jesus. And now things that weren't so clear become clear. Decisions that weren't so clear become clear. Because I can still hear the crowd, but I can't make out what they're saying. That's, guys, that's the way you ought to interact with the news. That's the way you ought to interact with the voices coming off social media. That's the way you ought to interact with the voices coming through, even the voices in your head. They're there, but they're distant. You don't live in that place. You don't live on the news. You don't live in, the, in, in social media. I, I love one guy. I don't, I, I don't know who it was, so I can't quote him. But he said, listen, you, if you, you should watch the news like this. Watch the news with the Bible in one hand and the TV in front of you like this. Because we, we need to watch the media. Watch what the, the world is saying. I'm not talking about being ignorant. But I'm talking about doing it with a godly filter and a biblical filter on your life. With Jesus in my boat because his voice is louder. His voice is louder. When I, when I live in deep waters, my, my decisions become not based on what everyone else is saying I should do, but what is Jesus saying to me? What is he saying? By pushing away from the crowd, Peter, Simon Peter became more intimate with Jesus. He was, they were no longer a part of the crowd. Jesus wasn't teaching the crowd anymore. It was him and Peter. It was him and Peter. This is why this is why I love taking I just I, I just love taking a walk. Because my kids are crazy and my kids make so much noise and I can't focus. I, I I gotta go I gotta go take a walk. And when I go on a walk, that's when God speaks to me. When nobody else is around, when I'm off in the woods somewhere, I'm lost in so I don't, you know, I'm just I'm I'm like, I don't know where I'm at, but that's okay because I'm I'm trying to listen to the voice of God and I have to shut off the other voices. And sometimes, if I just sit still on a chair or something, my voice starts spinning. So I need to do something. I gotta start. I start walking, and and, and God begins to speak to me. When I—that's just me. I don't know, but I, maybe this year you need to do even as Jesus Himself had to do: go away. Even Jesus had to get away from his 12 and at the three. He had, he had to go away to a secluded place so that he could hear his father's voice. We need to be people who pull away from the crowd. And as we pull away from the crowd, we're going to become more intimate with Jesus. And that's what the fast is doing. You're pulling away from the voices, from the social medias, from the voice of your cravings. And you're pulling away from those and you're saying, I'm drawing close to Jesus. I'm drawing close to him. James 4, 8 says, come near to God, and he will come near to you. I love that God is a gentleman. Come near, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. It says, you double-minded. You double, yeah, somebody who's double-minded is somebody who lives constantly trying to, to balance their calling and then the crowd's voice. That's somebody who's double-minded. Is somebody living on the fence of Christianity, and um, this is what God is calling me to do? But I'm still going to listen to what the crowd is saying, and I think I'm good here because I'm I'm still I can still hear the calling. I'm still close enough to the call. I'm still close enough to Jesus. But but I I still I'm still relevant to the crowd. I still can hear the crowd. I can still I they're still influencing me. I get the best of both worlds. This is called being double-minded. If we're going to be in deep waters, we can't be double-minded. We need to hear God's voice. And you hear it by going into the deep. We will listen, we will only hear the invite to the deep when we are obedient in prayer, not through second-hand revelation or following the crowd. Not from hear, not listen, not from hearing a sermon on Sunday from me, but you need to you need a word for yourself. You need to hear God's voice for yourself. You, you shouldn't live off spiritual food from Sunday and starve the rest of the week. We need to hear God's voice. Number two, things that will hold you back from going to the deep is the shallow, the shallow water. Because the shallow water is safe. The, sh- uh, the, the shallow water, I, I, still can, I can still feel the ground underneath me. But listen to me, watch this. I love, I love, this is what Jesus does, is he first, he first tells Peter to put out a little from shore. He didn't go to the deep at first. Put out a little from shore. That's when Jesus began to teach the crowd. Because this is what Jesus does, is he's a gentleman, he takes us on a a journey he takes us on a walk he takes us gradually into the things of god he's not trying to thrust you into things where you get nervous and you get scared but we can't stay in the shallows oftentimes jesus will take us on on to a place in our life and we get happy there we like it there we're good we gave our life to jesus and we attended some small groups and we love where we're at. And we love at the place where we, we just stay in the shallow waters. But Jesus wants to take us to the deep gradually. We can't stay in the shallows. But we often do because we still have control in the shallow water. You still have control in the shallow water. You still have control. And, and, and listen, what, what, what being a disciple, what being a, fo- a follower of Jesus looks like is complete surrender to him following jesus means i'm giving up control and i'm following him but when we live in the shallows we 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 still have control i can still feel the ground if the if the wave comes and you know i don't know about you if you've ever been to um the, the the beach not 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 the lake but like the proper beach with waves the the shallows are safer because i can get to the shore quicker but the problem with the shallows are the waves are a lot harder because they break at the shore When I I stand in the shallows, I'm constantly getting tossed back and forth by the waves. But listen, when I used to surf, I had to swim past the break, just past the break, just past the shallow water and into the deep water so that I wasn't constantly getting hit by waves. And we, we, we have control, we feel it's false control in the shallow waters, but we're constantly getting tossed back and forth by culture. Life constantly smacking you in the face. Jesus, where are you? We have control in the shallow. I wonder what parts of our life today that we haven't given control of to God. What parts of our life have we said, have we said, I I, I feel better if I have control of this. I feel better. Here's some, here's some symptoms of the shallow. Here's how you know you're living in the shallow. Are you ready? I'm just letting you know that maybe um, feel free to email me um after some of these sermons of the deep because if we're going to go into the deep waters we got to go deep and when god takes you to the deep waters including myself god's word might offend me <laughs> i, I it, 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 I'm, I'm gonna it's gonna rub rub me the wrong way sometimes it's not gonna be easy symptoms of the shallow how do i know i'm living in the shallow i'm doing just enough to be a good christian just enough like to feel good about myself. Well, I'm living in the shallows. I'm I'm waiting for Sunday to get a word from God as I said. I'm waiting for Sunday. Get offended easy. You you you, you if you get offended easy, you're living in the shallows. If every Facebook post offends you, you're living in the shallows. If every text message that isn't agreeing with you offends you, then you're living in the shallows. You're not a bad person. You're just getting hit by the waves. You need to go to the deep. You get shaken by circumstances easy. You eat the, listen to me, there's a difference. Again, I'm, I'm from the beach. There's a difference between the fish you find at the shore and the fish you find in the deep. Where, where, where I'm from we used to go fishing at the rigs. You know, you go off to the rigs, you go out deep sea fishing and you go off to the rigs and you'd go you'd drop your line down deep in the water and you'd be catching all kinds of big stuff and you know, and you'd be pulling it in, take two hours, that type of thing, you know. But but oftentimes you, you had to catch the bait fish at the shore in order to get the big fish that were in the deep. <laughs> you had to you had to you had to catch some bait fish in order to go fishing for the big fish. But so many times, so many of us live live in the bait fish mentality. The, the, the things that are great like my, my, my little my, my, my devotion in the morning and my, my Jesus calling which I love the I don't know if you any, if you don't have Jesus calling the book the devotional it's really good and those types of things we can live in the shallows like that and we can constantly be eating the bait fish but man can I tell you that there's more in the deep waters if you take what God has given you through those little moments those little words the Sunday morning things the verse of the day that pops up the devotional that you do every morning if you You could take those things and use it and go into the deep waters and spend time in in prayer and interceding. God, speak to me. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. We live in the deep waters. You're going to catch bigger fish than you could have ever imagined. We need to go deep sea fishing. I'd love to take you, but that would be a pretty big boat to take all of you. Deep sea fishing. The shallows. We need to live in the deep truths of God's word, not in the shallows of changing culture. Culture is constantly changing. Last thing, and then we're going to close. Man, I got a whole series to preach on all this stuff, so I need to, I'm, I'm going to bring it home now, but um, I'm excited for what God is going to teach us through this. Th- today what I'm doing is I'm just calling us to put out to the deep waters. But the next couple weeks we're going we're to put on some scuba gear and we're going to go diving. I've never been diving, but we're going to do it in the spirit. The last thing you need to know that holds you back from the deep is me myself and I you didn't know you had three personalities did you me myself and I you are you and me are the one thing holding us back from going to the deep waters you're holding yourself from going back to the deep waters listen to me Simon was a born fisherman as we said at the beginning he was a professional. This is what he did. He didn't know any other way. He didn't know how to crochet. He he wasn't a carpenter. He had no other job occupation because he just learned to do what his father taught him to do, and probably what his grandfather did before him. That it was a history of being. He was a he was a fisherman, and when Jesus said, "Put out into the deep," Peter Simon Peter would have known, day at that moment, and. The fish in the middle of the day, every known fisherman would have known that they were hiding from the heat of the sun. They would have been buried underneath some kind of thing, or they would have been closer to the shore, put out into deep waters. But Peter never questioned Jesus. He never let himself and his profession get in the way. Guys, we can actually come through the area that you're most skilled at. The things that he wants to teach you will be through the area that you're most skilled at. Fisherman, he's a rabbi. Does he know how to fish? This guy, this must be a joke. Put out in the deep waters. What are we? What are we doing? Let down your nets, Peter. Let down your nets. But what Jesus will call you to won't always make sense. You need to know that. What Jesus calls you to won't always make sense. Maybe later. You get to where he's called you and, you're, and, and it clicks. You're like, oh, that's why he, that's why he was calling me to that. That's why, that's why he did that. There's definitely moments in my life where I'm like, oh, that's why I went through that season. That's why he had me there. But when I was there, I was struggling. When I was in that moment, when, he, when I was trying my best to be obedient to what he was saying, it was tough. It won't always make sense. It won't, won't always make sense. It'll be inconvenient, too, because I love this. I I love that it added this in Luke, where he says, "And, and they were cleaning their nets. They'd just been fishing again all night and cleaning their nets. And then Jesus asked them to get it dirty again. Like, right after it was clean. Listen, Christianity is not clean. We're not, we're not into clean Christianity. You've got to get messy sometimes in your calling and your purpose. It's not always going to look pretty, but God is calling us to put our nets. Now, you know what your nets are? You know what your nets are? The talents and the giftings and the resources God has given you. And I just got news for somebody today. I, I believe this is a word for you is that you've been trying to keep your talents, your giftings, the things that He's given you, the things that He's called you to, been trying to give, keep them clean in the shallow water. But what God is calling you to do is to employ your gift, throw it into the deep waters, use what God has given you, use that unique talent, use that unique gift, use that resource because when you use it something better than a net will come, fish when you employ the gift God has given you we have to realize that God has given us the net to go fishing in the deep not to mount it in our shed and say hey look I'm a fisherman God is calling some of us to engage this year gosh whether that be whether that be for me and my family god would you speak to me about that god what is it that i'm meant to give what is it what area am i meant to serve in what am i meant to engage in peter listen he he was again tired fishing all night and he says we haven't caught anything like they didn't catch a fish fishing all night but that's that's exactly what happens is so many of us are spending our, spending our life fishing, when God has given us life to fish. There's a difference. We're spending our life, Peter, every night, every night fishing, we didn't catch anything because he was doing it in his own strength. He was doing it in his own strength. We, we, what we do is we, we, we go to work and we go through our routine trying to make a life for ourselves. But listen to me, that's not the Bible. Jesus died to give you a life. You already have it and you're meant to use that life to fish. You're not meant to fish to get a life. You're not meant to work to get a life. You're not meant to go on holiday to get a life. You're not meant to have that extra job to get a life. You're meant to use what God has given you to, to fish, to, 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 to use it for his kingdom but when you do that you'll see an increase like never before we will only be able able to enter into the deep waters by the spirit of God not in our own strength not fishing all night not fishing our whole life not checking the boxes of legalistic religion we won't enter into the deep that way. It will be letting go and letting God take us into the deep. Can you close your eyes with me today? We're going to sing one last worship song in just a moment, but before we do, I want you to imagine this. Close your eyes with me and imagine. Imagine if you just put into the deep water this year. Can you just imagine your life? Imagine if you would put into the deep waters what miracles? life change what would it look like imagine what it would look like if you were closer to jesus this year than ever before what would it look like how would your life change if you just fell in love with jesus so many of us in this room and online we know jesus loves us we know jesus loves us but we need to fall in love with jesus Maybe somebody today, you just need to fall in love with Jesus again. Maybe we've been so distracted or discouraged, you forgot what it looked like to just be in love with Jesus. Imagine what it would look like if we just devoted ourselves to His Word. Reading, meditating, memorizing Scripture, not out of obligation, but out of hunger and desire, what would it look like imagine if you invited the holy spirit if you prayed today holy spirit baptize me in your holy spirit i'm putting out into the deep waters today that stuff used to scare me it's the unknown i'm not sure what it's all about but i'm inviting the holy spirit into my life and for all the gifts of the spirit to be engaged in my life what what would happen if i spent more time in prayer than i did on social media Imagine what it would look like if we went into the deep waters in our everyday life. How our everyday life might change. Hearing his voice before you walk into a meeting. God ministering to you about people that you work with. Imagine, imagine with me being excited about opening up the Bible and saying, I can't wait to open up His Word because I know that when I do, it's not, it's not going to be just another rule. It's going to be something that hops off the page of fresh revelation that's going to speak to me, that I can write down, that I can live off, that I can use today, that's going to give me hydration spiritually today. Excited to engage. we must put into the deep waters can you stand to your feet with me today as we so we get ready to sing if you if you're in this room today or you're watching online if you've never said jesus get into my boat I'm letting you in. I'm giving I'm giving you my life today, and I'm letting you have access to my life. If that's you today, and you say, I want to invite Jesus into my life, if you're in the room, will you stick up a hand and say, that's me. I'm letting him into my boat. If that's you online today, you can even code that comes on the screen, and we want you to fill that out so that we can engage with you and give you resources on what it looks like to live this life with Jesus in your boat. But more importantly, listen, if Peter would have never let him into the boat, then he wouldn't be where he was today. It was the greatest decision Peter ever made, and it will be the greatest decision you ever made to let him into your life. You can have my life. This boat, this life, it is yours. You are the Lord of my life. I give it to you today. I give my life to you today. God, I pray that as we go this year, we're going into the deep waters. We're going into the deep waters of your truth. We're going into the deep waters of your spirit. We're not going to live in the shallows anymore. We're going to go into the deep waters. We're to fall in love with you today, Jesus. Amen and amen. Can we give God a shout of praise today? Come on, let's